Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Inner Room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. this psalm for today tell us friends praise the Lord Jerusalem is Psalm 147 glorify the Lord O Jerusalem praise your God O Zion for he has strengthened the bars of your gates he has blessed your children within you friends we are being invited to step boldly into our book of life to praise the Lord because the Lord lives within us. The Lord is creating within us that part of the kingdom that he needs as he's building the kingdom amongst us. We are one part of this great story and we have a place and we have been placed here for a time such as this. The Lord needs us where we are to do what he needs us to do to say what he needs us to say and that's why he instructs us deeply in our hearts he instructs us for action so just like he chose jerusalem as the place where his worship and his temple would be he has made you and me a temple and he inhabits our heart and the holy spirit that groans from within us Psalm 147 says he sends forth his commands to the earth, swiftly runs his word. He spreads snow like wool, frosty strews like ashes. He has made his home within us. He has consecrated us as his temple. So friends, we step boldly into our book of life as disciples because our Lord needs us. Friends, today we want to make a distinction about teaching the commandments, teaching the statutes of the Lord, and making disciples. In the readings for today, both Moses and Jesus describe the importance of learning the commandments, the statutes, the ordinances of God, and teaching them to the generations that come, to those that are around us. Why was Jesus doing this? Jesus was doing this to make disciples. And what's a disciple? Disciple is somebody who follows the master, who knows their purpose, and has a devotion and a discipline to actually do this work. It is actually not just to know, but it is to act. And how do we find this in Moses? The same way. He's saying, learn these statues and these commandments that I am giving you because you're about to enter into the promised land. 
And when you enter into the promised land and put this to action, the nations around you will know that you are under a different law, under a different God, and that you call upon this God that you serve, and He actually delivers, delivers. It's, an, it's a God that acts. So we are people of action. We are disciples. We are followers. We are learning these things in this podcast because we want to put them to action. We want these knowledge of the Lord that he's written in our hearts to not just be something we know and talk about, but it's something we live. We want these stories from the Bible to actually come alive in our own lives. That's why they exist. That's why we meditate on them together. That is why we bring them to those that are around us that are seeking something. Because friends, there is a lot of anxiety and confusion and depression in the world right now. And there is a path that is starts with confusion. When we are confused, we get depressed. We get depressed, we can get to despair. And we get into these states of mind when we are centered on ourselves, self-centeredness, and our inability to step outside of ourselves in service, in action, following the statutes of the Lord. The readings for today invite us to that so that it's not just knowledge but it is about taking them out into the world. The first comes from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, and he says, I teach you the statutes and decrees as the Lord my God has commanded, that you may observe them in the land you are entering to occupy. Observe them carefully, for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations who will hear of these statutes and say, this great nation is truly wise, a wise and intelligent people. In what way are we using this today? In the ordinances of our families, of our neighborhoods, of our schools, of our local, state, and federal government? In what ways are the nations that, that, that organize themselves into entities, in what ways are they following these rules? We've created a whole new set of rules that basically has forgotten that God exists and there's so many conversations going on in the world right now that those statues are archaic and they're not needed and they're old stories but friends it is written the word of God is alive and it will continue the purpose for which it was spoken and we are to deliver that wherever we go and put it into action perhaps you're seated in a classroom or maybe you are seated in a governing body where you actually have the ability to make decisions and if God has planted you there it is so that you can take these statues and speak them and put them into action the Lord Jesus says that everybody that follows the commandments and teaches them will be greatly rewarded but everybody that teaches the wrong thing will be greatly punished. And today we have so many things everywhere. You can see it in printed form, you can see it in the internet, that is teaching the exact opposite of what God is intending for the nations. And we have made, in some cases, ideologies that have become almost like religions, where people say, I believe in this, and it's actually a thing of the world. But few people say, I believe in God, I believe in what He has declared for us, for our family, for our, for our corporation, for our nation. So let us be bold as we step into the world with these things that the Lord has written in our heart, that they are His statues. 
And friends, let us seek his counsel. The Lord wants to instruct us. The, the Lord wants to show us his ways. We need to bring to him the things that are of most difficult, perhaps, nature that we are meditating on our hearts and ask the Lord, Father, teach me your ways. Show me how am I supposed to act here. It is also a sign of maturity to seek the counsel of others when we are trying to find our way. But ultimately, in the most difficult of things, the Lord himself wants to instruct us. This knowledge that the Lord has hidden for us, he doesn't hide it from us. He hides it for us. He hides it so that we can come into an intimate knowledge of him and his ways, but more than anything, so that we can come to know him. In these conversations with God, it's it's where we deliver um, our utmost thoughts and feelings the way that we do with a lover, with a dear friend. How does friendship with someone grow in conversation? So the Lord wants us to bring our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas, our issues, our concerns, and he wants to be the one who delivers the answers for us because he wants to be that spouse, that friend that shows his concern and his love for us. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we give you thanks for your great glory. We give you thanks for your great name. We give you thanks because you hear us, because you see us, because you seek us, because you want intimacy with us, because you want conversation with us, because you want us to bring you the depth of our heart and pour it at, at your feet. Thank you that we get to come to your altar. Thank you that we get to come to your throne. Thank you that we get to bring our prayers like incense before you and the saints in heaven. Thank you that your son is seated at your right hand interceding for us. We ask that we will come boldly into our books of life, that we may be able to exercise in the position you've given us the actions of a true son and a true daughter of God, that we may be bold and courageous, that we may, out of your love and your glory, be able to deliver what needs to be delivered where you've placed us, that we are acting in the power and authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. And because he's seated in heavenly places, we get to deliver that which has been entrusted to us to deliver to those that do not know you, to those that are being held captive, to those that need healing, that we may be bold in love to exercise that power and authority that we have in Jesus' name. And we give you thanks that today we can come to your throne and adore you and glorify you and worship you and call ourselves our daughters and our son, uh, your daughters and your sons as we extend these to our daughters and our sons. And we ask all things in the name of Jesus. Amen.